this is the Not For Debate podcast. We are live on Facebook and on YouTube. Uh, you can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, and all other major streaming platforms. Also, be sure to go ahead and like, comment, and definitely subscribe. And also be sure to share. Um, hopefully, G Money will join us sometime in the near future. Uh, a couple of announcements, like always. Want to appreciate everybody that's supporting the Not for Debate podcast. Um, I believe we're sitting at over 380 likes on the Not for Debate podcast Facebook page, and also, um, don't I keep forgetting about this. Don't well, going to keep on reminding you guys until until the day of the draft, which is the 29th next week. We are going to have the NFL draft party. So. NFL Draft Party gives everybody an opportunity to come through, hang out, voice their opinion. It's going to be an exciting time. Um, one second, because we're going to go ahead and welcome in G Money. G Money, what's up, man? What's up, brother? Can you hear me? Yes, you all good, man. All good. Um, we're just going, just real quick, touching on the NFL Draft Party that we're going to have. Also, we're sitting at over 380 likes on the not for debate podcast facebook page so again i want to express my gratitude to everybody that is on the not for debate podcast train right now we're doing big things um but what's going on with you Jim? nothing i just uh got my tv so yeah pretty good i haven't set it up yet because i'm gonna get i'm gonna get a entertainment system this weekend Okay, so tell tell me what's going on with the TV. Like, how many inches? Like, any special features? Four K? No, it's not four K. My job is not that um, not that rich, but it is. Um, you know, internet options. It has all the apps. It's fifty inches. Okay, so fifty inches. I'm I'm I'm. Isn't like four K like the standard now? I feel like if it's not four K, it ain't right. It might be 4K, but, you know, knowing my job. Okay, I, I got you. I got is, you. I, I think it is 4K, actually. I was just trying oh. to make a joke. Okay, so we balling there. We balling. We got the 4K yeah, team. You got to set up the sound system, the whole setup sound system, entertainment system, excuse me. Are we uh, we just doing a basic sound bar, or are we going to actually yeah, get out? Okay, just basic. All right, I thought we was. I thought you was going the real deal and getting the receiver out, get like four speakers, and he was going to do your thing. No, nah, no, nah, I'm good. I don't need all that. I'm not. I'm not. You know, fancy. Okay, <laughs> I'm just a I got you. <laughs> I got you. So on that note, we're going to go ahead and uh, hop into the first topic. Um, Steph Curry over the la- over the month of April has averaged, <clears throat> excuse me, over 40 points a game. Now, I'm going to pose this question to you. Do you think Steph Curry deserves to win the MVP award after an amazing month of April? I, I don't think that anyone who wins the MVP should be not in the playoffs. Right now, what, they're currently ninth seed. Uh, they're fighting for the, the eighth spot. Um, no, I, I think that... I think Joel has cons- has showed consistently throughout the season that he's been the best player this year. Uh, LeBron was in that conversation as well, but he went down. Um, 
I think Steph should be in the in the conversation. But if his team doesn't make the playoffs, definitely not. You got to make the playoffs at least at least make the playoffs before you can talk about MVP. You can't be the MVP outside of, of the playoffs. And I I disagree with that. But he's balling like he's he's I um I've never been a real Steph Curry fan. I, I just thought he was overrated. I thought he was arrogant, but I've been wrong. I've been so wrong about this dude. This dude is balling, man. Like he, and then they're doubling him, and he's still getting off the shot. Like he's just playing amazing. Right. It's 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 very very hard for me not to give it to him because right now he is the most exciting basketball player to watch right now, and I think at this point. When it comes down to that actual voting, I think it's going to go on sheer popularity, and I think Steph Curry got it. Yeah, but if the if the team doesn't make the playoffs, he's still going to win. Like, understand? Okay, let me let me put this out there. Understandably so, Russell Westbrook ended up winning the MVP that year. But to be honest with you, I don't think he deserved it, even though he was winning the triple. He had the triple double. No, that's that's wrong. You're wrong. That's wrong. That's something, that's something that hasn't been done in for, listen, the first year he did it, that's something that hasn't been done in like 40 years up up until that point. That was a special occasion. That was a different circumstance. That was special. Listen, Kevin Durant left. His team was not not in the playoff race, not in the playoff name, nothing. He carried that team that whole year. He deserved that MVP. And they was what six seed. So yes, he deserved that. In this case, Steph is balling. But if you can't make the playoffs. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Because currently they're sitting at, I believe, the ninth seed because they just lost to the Washington Wizards tonight. So oh my it, God, really? Yeah, they lost. Uh oh. so with that being said, okay, I believe they're I believe the Grizzlies are sitting two games ahead of them. If I'm if I gotta look at that again, but you're saying they if they make if they make the playoffs, you would you would give him the MVP award. And also, I like, um, oh, ahead, my bro. bad. Sorry. I just want to go ahead and welcome Banks into the pod real fast. What's up, Banks? What's up, everybody? Chilling, chilling, chilling. But uh, please continue. So, so what I was going to say is that I think they can make the playoffs. I think they'll they'll probably catch Memphis. Um, they just can't lose these games that they shouldn't lose. Like, how do you lose to Washington? That. I mean, come on. But I, I get it. I, I just I just don't think that you can be considered MVP if you're not if you're not in the playoffs. Like I got to at least make the playoffs, at least make the playoffs. That's just my thing. If he can make the playoffs, I wouldn't mind him being MVP because Joel got injured. LeBron went down. Giannis is balling, too, but he's not. It's not like the last two years before. So I guess Steph could win. There's a chance that he can win off of just one month. But he just it's, it hasn't been just one month. He's been balling consistently this whole season. He's just turned it up this last month. But yeah, if he if he can get his team in the playoffs, give him give him the MVP. I don't mind. Banks, did you want to chime in on that? Uh, apparently, um, oh, I thought it was the MVP conversation with Steph Curry, right? Yes. Is that the conversation? Yes, yes, that is the conversation. Oh, all right, yeah. I mean, why Steph? Um, Steph is balling out, but I do agree with Greg with what Greg is saying in terms of uh, Steph. Uh, if they don't make the playoffs, then I mean, it's hard. To, it's a hard argument for MVP if you don't make the playoffs. I don't even think that's ever happened before. I mean, if it did, then somebody got to tell me. But, uh, but I mean, no. Steph is 
I mean, bro, Steph is balling out of control. Like he, you know, what he's doing is is amazing this year. I mean, had it been another player that we're not going to mention, um, the world be you know <laughs> turned upside down right now. Had it been him, but, uh, uh, let it go. You know, it's Steph Curry. And it only only it only matters when number the other number twenty three guy does something in the NBA. It, that's the only time it really matters. Um, but I like what Steph is doing, man. Steph is playing uh, very very uh, good basketball uh, this late in the season. I mean, considering you know the last few years he hasn't had near as much fire firepower that he's normally used to carrying. Um, but you know the issue I have too with Steph though, besides that is. Um, you know, the MVP, you know, playoffs is normally what Steph doesn't shine for the most part. Regular season, he plays mm-hmm. amazing for some reason, and then uh, playoff time comes, it's just like Steph, who you know, so um, yeah, but why I mean, why not Steph? I mean, the, the rest of the conversation is kind of slowed down. LeBron has missed time, AD has missed time, Durant has missed time, Kyrie has missed time, James Harden has missed time. Uh, you got Jamal Murray, who was considered MVP material. He's he's gone. Um, who else? I mean, we, got, we, we forgot about Joker. 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 Yeah, yeah. I mean, if it's not Steph Curry, I will say the, the far one A, one one B would be the Joker, hands down. Like what Joker is doing at the center position. I mean, bruh. I mean, pretty much leading his team in almost every statistical category. It's almost like Jamal Murray hasn't even left the court the way that they pass the ball around out there, bro. Um, I mean, they're still, you know, going through. So, but to the point about Steph, yeah. Um, unfortunately, I don't think Steph is going to, you know, get it if they don't make the playoffs. But if he makes the playoffs, you know, why not? You know, he's played better than almost anybody this year. Okay. Do you think the the Golden State Warriors will make the playoffs? You gotta look at their schedule to see. I mean, no. I, I can try to pull up the schedule. It, it, it all depends yeah. on who they play, really. No, no, no. They're, they're not. They're not gonna make the playoffs. Um, and if what is worth, I probably wouldn't even want them to make the playoffs. I mean, they're gonna go to the playoffs as an eight seed, and then you know, have to play who the the Utah Jazz or whomever. Yeah, that, that would be nice. Even if they go to playoffs, I think they're gonna be out in what five, maybe. I'll give Steph a game, maybe two. Mm. So five or six, and they're out. So. <laughs> I agree. You know what? Your worst nightmare, uh, Banks, might happen. 2022, Steph and LeBron on the Lakers. I don't know if you heard what's been going on when, at the All-Star game. You see how you see how happy they was playing against playing with each other instead of against each other. Man, that's worst not nightmare. Happen. Your worst nightmare. That's not going to happen. Okay. Okay. Steph Curry you, or Damon Litter. One of one of them are going to the Lakers. I'm telling you. Mark no. my words. What's today? April 21st. Steph Curry or Damon Litter. One of them are going to the Lakers. I promise you. Even Westbrook. Maybe even Westbrook. Oh. Well, you can kiss the championship goodbye. If, uh, Russell Westbrook goes to the Wizards. To the Lakers, you mean? Yeah, to the Lakers. I'm sorry. Nah, Le- 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 Westbrook with LeBron. I think LeBron could handle Westbrook. I think he just needed somebody who's as who's as fiery and as tough as him. They'll, they'll, I think they'll work together fine if that ever happens. As fiery and as tough as him, um, if he can't make it work with Bradley Beal, I don't know what to tell you. Also, play with with Paul George. Like 
You can't make yeah, more than points. Paul George doesn't show up in the playoffs. He's he's come on now. No, stop. Mm. We playing great basketball right now. This is the regular <laughs> season. Let's wait to the playoffs. I feel like I feel like playoff P gonna show up this year. I have been one been one of the biggest Paul George supporters. I'm not gonna lie to you, he has fell short in the playoffs, but I feel like this is going to be the year for Paul George where uh Rajon, Rajon Rondo as the running the point, and I'm not. I'm not. I've, I said this from day one. Banks knows this. I'm not the biggest Kawhi fan. I think Rondo is going to make them formidable. R- Rondo might bring take him to the to the finals. That him alone, like he's just he he knows the game so well. He knows angles. He knows how to pass the ball. He knows how to lead a team. He was huge for the Lakers last year. So yeah, Rondo's a big factor. Like you're going to have to beat him four times. He definitely turns up in the playoffs. I ain't even going to lie. Like, he just takes yeah. it to another level he in the really playoffs. That, I I love Rondo. I love Rondo. <clears throat> Me too. Um, We're going to go ahead and uh, – this, this – I didn't – I didn't – I just added this topic in here recently because it just popped up on my, my breaking news. But Justin Fields informs the NFL that he has – epilepsy and for those at home that don't know what epilepsy is is a neurological disorder marked by sudden recurrent episodes of sensory disturbance loss of consciousness or convolutions associated with abnormal electrical activity now my question that i'm going to pose for you guys is do you think that's going to hurt Justin Fields' draft stock, considering the fact that his draft stock has risen up since his NFL Pro Day performance. Yeah, I think I I don't think it's going to drop him that far back. But if you already had concerns about drafting him that high for nothing, then you already you you got your you got your excuse now. The NFL has their excuse to put this man behind the eight ball. We finally got something. Mm. It's like they've been digging, 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 digging. I don't know what it is about the Justin Fields thing. I, I don't. I don't understand it. I don't recall this guy ever having any trouble in school while he was playing. I don't remember his name being in the newspapers, or anything like that. And for some reason, we every week it's like we're hearing something negative about him in the draft. This guy just ran a, a sub four five four four and a forty. That's the problem. I just let's go ahead and put Zach. Just draft Zach Wilson and let's get over with. Like Jesus, man. Like I, I don't get it. Now on the on the on the side of his health concern, if the if the epilepsy thing is a, a serious issue, then yes, teams have the right to err on the side of caution because we're talking about something that's triggered by the brain. Epilepsy right. is a very serious condition, and we already have to deal with the fact that he's taking contact and you have concussions that are high high likely. But then you now you have a person that deals with epilepsy. That is a random thing that just happens. It just triggers. Epilepsy is pretty serious. It's even to the point where even before certain video games are played, they warn you about epilepsy, how certain things mm-hmm. that happen on video games may trigger epilepsy. If you're someone that, you know, suffers from epilepsy, it's not recommended that you play certain video games as a result of that. Normally, any games that have, like, fast-paced action to it or something like that can trigger it. Um, I actually had a friend of mine who had epilepsy years ago, so I know a little bit of something about it. But, yes, in terms of the NFL... I feel like they finally found the reason not to for Justin Fields to get drafted as high as what he's he deserves to be. Go ahead and put Zach Wilson in that number two spot because 
that's just seems like what they're trying to do. Well, after all that, it's not really much to say. I, I think that, you know, there's a reason why they're trying to look for all this stuff about him. I mean, we all know why. I'm not going to really repeat it, but this epilepsy is very, very serious, just like Banks said, and that's not something that you want. You want to have caution with this. So teams are allowed to be careful. I just hope for me personally, I hope that he doesn't fall too far. I hope I hope that he can stay within the top 10 at least, that he doesn't fall off the top 10. Well, that would be my next question to you guys. Do you think because of this, he's going to fall out of 10th or out of the first round? You think he'll still be drafted in the first round? I, I think he still will be because his talent is so great. But it'll be a surprise. It'll be a shame if he's not drafted at least in the first round. Okay, so I'm going I'm to I'm answer your question with a question. Now, I know how Banks feels about the San Francisco 49ers trading up to that third pick, but do you? It, it, it's a toss-up right now who the 49ers are going to end up rolling with at that third pick. Is it going to be Mac Jones? Is it going to be Justin Fields? Banks thinks it's going to be somebody else at that third pick. But do you think that rules out Justin Fields going to the San Francisco 49ers? Yeah, probably. Yeah, I just so have I, a bad feeling that he's going to be outside the top 10. Woo! Outside the top 10. Yeah. Banks? Oh, excuse Banks. He's having technical difficulties right now. Um, now, me thinking about it as far as Justin Fields is concerned, I feel like after that pro day, it did solidify him being a top three pick. But at I think I think there is going to be a team that's going to roll the dice on him as far as trade ups, which which is happens to be our topic of discussion. Um, it all depends on what team decides they want to trade up to actually get a quarterback. Now, I will say this: Trey Lance will go before him now because of this epilepsy thing, but he will most definitely still go in the first round if if we're being a hundred. Okay. Top 10 though? I, again, it it all depends. Like if you if you sit back and look at the teams that are quarterback needy, you got the Denver Broncos sitting at number nine. That's still in the top 10. If we don't know what your Eagles are going to do, it's a possibility they may end up wanting to get back into the top 10 and grab another quarterback. They're sitting at 12. You got the Patriots. They're sitting at 15. Washington football team, they're sitting at 19, which to be honest with you, if Justin Fields ends up sliding and he ends up going all the way to 19, I feel like that's a hell of a steal for the Washington football team. They should pull the trigger on that right, right in there when he ends up getting there. The Chicago Bears, we all we all know how shaky the Chicago Bears organization is. They may end up taking a chance on Justin Fields trading down from 20. The Pittsburgh Steelers sitting at 24. You have the New Orleans Saints. If they're not happy with uh, – Man, Taysom Hill and, and Jameis Winston, it's a possibility right. they could trade down. So it all it I, as far as the teams that are sitting in the top 10 right now, I highly doubt it. But if those teams that I just mentioned possibly trade back, trade up in the draft to get into the top 10, then yes, I could see them going in the top 10. Okay. Not to mention Mac Jones is still on the board too. So I think this solidifies Trey Lance going before Justin Fields, and it also solidifies Mac Jones going before Justin Fields. 
That shouldn't be the case, but unfortunately, it might be. I feel like any quarterback in the draft this year, there's no quarterback in the NFL draft this year that should be drafted before Justin Fields if your name is not Trevor Lawrence. Period. None of those guys play better than Trevor Lawrence than, than Justin Fields or Trevor Lawrence the entire college career. I don't care who it is. Mac Jones' name has come out of nowhere. He had one pretty good year, and then look at the weapons that he's had with him. Alabama, they get the top recruits every year. Same as Tua. Tua had all those weapons to throw to, and then he gets to the pros, and you kind of struggle when you don't got the weapons there. Granted, Tua's still a, a definitely good talent, but it's yet to be seen. I really feel that whoever gets Justin Fields, depending on what type of system, he runs a system like Ohio State ran a system with that spread offense, you're going to get a really good quarterback because the guy does not make bad decisions. He's pretty. He's pretty accurate with the ball. He's a good. And he's a pretty good decision maker. He doesn't. He doesn't turn the ball over a lot. I mean, yeah, he had he struggled earlier this year with the turnovers due to the fact that they started the year very late compared to a lot of teams. I feel like if Ohio State would have started the season a lot earlier, he would have got off to an even harder start. The guy can play. When you see him play, you know without a doubt this guy has the team. This almost reminds me of the Deshaun Watson situation when Deshaun Watson was coming out of the draft. I don't know if you guys remember this. It was kind of a similar thing where they were just trying to find all these issues and reasons. And we, everybody knew that Deshaun Watson was the best quarterback out of that draft. He was better than, uh, what's the guy's name, Baker Mayfield and all this other stuff. And then somehow or another, Baker Mayfield. You know what I mean? It, it's just, and to be honest with you, if I had to be very honest, if you compare Baker Mayfield to Deshaun Watson, who has the better career so far? It, it's definitely got to be Deshaun Watson. So, I, I don't know, man. I just feel like, you know, that color plays a lot to it as well, is my, is my yeah. opinion. And then guys like uh, – and, and you know what? Guys like uh, – what's the guy named Dwayne Haskins? He doesn't make it better for color quarterbacks in the NFL considering all the things that he was doing. He was a pretty high draft pick. I think it was, what, fourth or fifth in the draft by Washington a few years ago? And then he played the way he played and just had a nonchalant attitude like he didn't care. So He went yeah, – I think he went 12th. Was it 12th? He went to the uh, – because I know the Dolphins passed up on him at 11. So it looks like you guys saved the pit. You guys did a great job passing on him. That has turned, hasn't turned out very well. You remember when we did the mock draft that year? Right. And I picked Brian Burns. Right. And they picked Christian Wilkins. Right. <laughs> <laughs> now look at Brian Burns' career so far. Look at Christian Wilkins. I don't. I don't know how I know. Like leave me with that pick there with Brian Burns. How do you not? You can look at this guy in hell. <laughs> like him coming out of Florida State, you can just see it. Like the talent is just. He is athletically gifted, man. This guy is insane. How good he is. And you don't mm. really hear about him in Carolina because it's Carolina. They've been struggling the last few years, but he's probably been the best player. One of the best defenders in the league. Like that guy can play. He can play every position on the field except for like secondary. He can play linebacker, inside, outside. He can play any interior position in the line, D line, nose tackle, whatever you want to play, he can play it. He's insane. Yeah. Uh man, that was that was a I they, they just, just let me do the draft. They just let me do the draft, G buddy, because I, I was like fun, bro. We mean we would suck. That was a, I picked Brian Burns, and Brian Burns has been, I think he had like what, eight sacks last year. Mm. Now, granted, you're not gonna get the same level of production out of Christian Wilkins, but still, Brian Burns is obviously the better <laughs> draft pick. 
you got the Dolphins passed on Brian Burns and we would have got a dust split. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Big 300 pound guy that could do splits. That is amazing. <laughs> but Can't get money. He said he didn't get. He got a. He got some, but I, I probably could count on one hand how many he got so far in his career. But, um, let me ask you this, G Money. Since we on the uh, the moving up in in the NFL draft topic, do you see the Philadelphia Eagles possibly moving back in the top ten to picking a quarterback, or you are you sold on Justin Fields? Not Justin Fields. Excuse me, Jalen Hurts as your quarterback for twenty twenty one. I think not only am I sold, I think the Eagles organization is sold. I think they're going to ride with the kid. Um, I think they, they could trade trade up for maybe um, some, you know, wide receivers or some something on the offense, but no, nah, not for a quarterback. I think they're going to ride with him. Okay. So if, if Justin Fields just happens to be sitting there at number 12, are you telling me the Eagles are going to pass that up? Hell no! They they should take him. I'm just <laughs> they should take him. Anybody who's anybody who gets Justin Fields is going to be just fine. So if he's still there, which is mine, but like it would be crazy if nobody would pick him up by then. But if he's still there, hell yeah, take him. If you have a chance to get him, get him. But I'm just saying, like they're not actively looking for a quarterback because I think they're they're okay with the guy that they have now. We're okay. We we got faith in him eventually. I feel like that's going to be very, very interesting to look at as far as when you go from number six and on up, what are those teams going to plan on doing if Justin Fields is sitting there on the board? That is that's going what to I'm be, That's going to be very, very interesting. And obviously, like I said, there's a possibility that teams are going to want to trade up. But if it's, it's really going to show – what teams are committed to their quarterback and what teams are not committed to their quarterback uh, <clears throat> from from number six and up, if we're being completely 100, especially the Dolphins. <laughs> especially the Dolphins. I mean, you guys have been together the last few years, though. I mean, I, I got to admit, the Tua thing hasn't been a bust yet. We're going to still – we're going to wait and see. We're going to wait and give Tua another year or two. We'll figure it out. Yeah, we'll get to another year or two. Uh, now, Banks, I haven't asked you this question. Who, who you think had the better rookie season as far as eye test for you? Not including stats, but Justin Fields or Tua? Justin Fields. Like, I mean, uh, excuse me. Damn, why do I keep saying that? Jalen Hurts or, or Tua? <laughs> Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts look a lot more. Jalen Hurts looked pro-ready in college. Like, mm-hmm. this guy, Jalen Hurts can play football, man. Yeah, he can play football, man. He can play football. I, I was really upset with Alabama when they, when they when they did that. I was very upset with Alabama when they when they sat uh, Jalen Hurts. You know, but you know it paid off for them. They still gonna win the national championship with two or whatever. So they so they win one with Jalen Hurts. You know, so you know it worked out for them both. I got you, uh, G Money. You said you had a scenario for us. What if he's still available? What with the Patriots at fifteen? Do you think Bill will pick him oh, up? Oh yes, absolutely. Oh, no doubt about it. No doubt about it. Yeah, no doubt about it. They still need no their quarterback now. So now again, this this puts the Niners in a situation now because I strongly believe 
that the Niners oh, have won. Listen, let me tell you something. The 40, stop it. Stop. Stop. The 49ers are not drafting a quarterback. Stop. Since, stop, hey, stop, since, stop. We, since you didn't get an opportunity to elaborate on why you think the 49ers are not drafting a quarterback, please elaborate on that. And also, who tell me who you think the 49ers are going to end up drafting at that third pick since they decided to trade with the Dolphins. They traded two first-round picks. Two first-round picks. To go but, to that don't mean, but that don't mean they're gonna. that's a definite spot for a quarterback. Garoppolo is the quarterback of the future for the 49ers. You, we, oh, I, we're treating it as if the 49ers suck with Garoppolo. They were a good team. Garoppolo took them to the Super Bowl. And it's not like he had a, he, he's been terrible since he got there. Yeah, he's a little bit passive. He, he, he needs to come out of his game manager mode. He needs to come out of that, that New England mm-hmm. Patriot way of just getting out there and managing the game and whatever. He needs to play a little bit more aggressive. But Garoppolo is staying the quarterback of the 49ers. They invested a lot in this guy, a lot. And they gave him a contract, too. Now, be albeit that contract favors the 49ers more so than it favors Garoppolo because they can cut him at any time and, and cut their weight. I don't even think most of that money. I think he got all his guarantee money up front, if I'm not mistaken. So they can just kind of cut him and get right with it. But Garoppolo is the, the, the player, the quarterback of the future for the 49ers. I can see if it was a situation where he had like, well, let me, let me backtrack a little bit. I, I just thought about something. I probably opened my mouth a little bit too quick. Garoppolo <laughs> was injured last year, right? Repeat that. Garoppolo was injured last year, correct? Yes, he got yeah. hurt. Yeah, injuries always play. Yeah, it sits on your conscience a little bit. And through four picks for the Yeah, yeah, they're still not going for no quarterback. They're going to go after a big play receiver or somebody on defense. That's just my opinion. They're going to go after a corner. They're going to go after the secondary because that's where they're yeah, mostly left. They, 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 they don't have anything in the secondary, especially with Sherman not being there no more. Like, they don't have nothing. So you think Which, they're going defensive back at the number three spot for the San Francisco 49ers? Yeah, because you ever heard of Patrick Sertain the second? Have you seen that guy play? Yeah. That's a definite pro bowl right there in the future. You can look at him and tell. Going up that high to get him at number three is not bad. He's one of the best players in the draft. Top five players in the draft. The guy can play. I I, I get what you're saying though, boy. You you're saying like you're wasting your third pick on a defensive guy. You could bro, I you were sitting at twelve. You could get him at twelve. Why would you, I, I, why would you trade though? No. But listen. Nah. No, 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 no. You're not He's gonna getting certain as well. You're not getting certain as well. No, you're not you're not getting certain as well. Certain will be gone within the first five picks. Well, well, okay. Well, I mean, and if you don't go first five, the first ten, he's not going to be there at 12. Okay. Have you guys so, seen Patrick Sertain play? Like, seriously, have you have you guys seen him play? I don't see – I don't see that happening. But let me, let, me, let me go ahead and read you some cornerbacks that have went in the top five. You, you listening, Banks? I am listening. Okay. Okay, so Denzel Ward, he was the fourth overall pick to the Browns. Jalen Ramsey. Wait, 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 wait. No, no, no. But when you do it, it's this. I want you to tell me whether or not it worked out for that team. Denzel Ward. Yes, worked. Jalen Ramsey. Yes, worked. Next. Patrick Peterson. Next, worked. Next. Worked. Worked. Mm-hmm. Terrence Newman. Worked. Next. Yeah, no. Quentin Jammer. 
work next. <laughs> <laughs> what are you Charles, saying right Charles, now? Charles Woodson. Of course. Man, He's a Hall of Famer. I'm going to give you Charles Woodson. I just want to hear what you said. John Bro. Springs. Uh, yeah. Bryant Westbrook. I don't remember him. Yeah. Is that a guy that played uh, for the no. Eagles? Okay, so my conclusion is, I don't, as far as taking a cornerback in the top five, I'm not doing it. How is that one guy? One guy? One guy? One guy? I gave you one. I gave you one, two. Yeah, but you only three, said one guy. Four, you said one guy five, wasn't good. Six. You said one guy that seven, wasn't good, bro. Eight. I gave you eight corners in the and last. And only one didn't work. Eight corners in the last 20 years. And only one didn't work. Like, I remember this guy was. Wait, it's I, it's understandable, but that's a that's a big, huge risk. You taking a corner at number three? What's the risk with taking a corner in the in, in, in that position at that spot? What's the risk in that? This is a passing lead. Like, what? Where's the risk? Hey, I feel like you can wait till after the. After okay, the okay. So, so not a corner. Then what? What about what about a pass rusher, edge rusher, a pass rusher? No, not even that. Absolutely, I feel like edge rushers they run the league. But they have a dominant edge rusher. That's not. Yeah, that that okay. that yes, but he's just speaking in hypotheticals as far as the right. value of an edge rusher in, in in the NFL draft. If I honestly feel outside of the quarterback position, edge rusher should be most valued. Yeah, but not for the 49ers, though. Yeah, not for the well, obviously not for the 49ers, but we just if we just talking about the Niners, I agree with you as far as taking a corner, but I'm 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 out the boat when you decide you want to trade from number twelve all the way to number three for a corner. Okay, okay. I, I can't I can't I want, get with that. I want this segment, this entire segment. Just do me this favor. I want this entire segment to be clipped, and I want it to us to put it on the Facebook page, and may, if maybe Twitter, and also uh, uh, the Not for Debate uh, page on Facebook, and we're going to get a poll in it because. I personally feel that Kenny Patrick Sertain is a guaranteed lock for the 49ers if he's available at that spot because that's how bad they need corners. And he's I available agree with at the that spot. Okay, so I'm, I'm just saying, like, why does it have to be Sertain? Like, at 12, you could have got Caleb Fairley. Now, obviously, he's going to be – he's hurt. He has surgery. You could have got uh, J.C. Horn. You could have got um, Asante, Asante, Asante Samuel. Asante, I feel like he don't end up end up going in early, mid second round. Um, man, who's the other corner that I can't think of off the top of my head right now? <sighs> uh, Jace Horn. I mean, you got Patrick Sertain. You got Jace Horn. Uh, Grant. You got Caleb Farley from Virginia Tech. Uh, he's yeah, another Ka- one that's good. Ka- Caleb. Caleb. Caleb ain't going. I don't think Caleb's going to end up going in the first round. If we're being a hundred, I love Caleb Farley. Like his size is ridiculous. Like he is six two two oh seven. Like he's amazing. And, you know he comes up from that Virginia Tech. You know that Virginia Tech mode. So you know you know Virginia Tech normally brings out good corners every year for the most part. It was one point that they were bringing out corners every single year in the top ten, top fifteen of the draft. So, but yes, Patrick Sertain 
According to Pro Football Focus, let me just read this for you real quick. Um, Pro Football Focus has him rated as the number one quarterback. I mean, sorry, the number one cornerback in the, in the draft this year. They have him ranked as the number three, sorry, thirteenth best player in the draft according to them. It says Sertain was the highest graded cornerback in college football this past season, and has seen his Pro Football Focus grade increase every single year since his freshman campaign. It's also not hard to project him to the NFL when he has played 662 press court coverage snaps over the past two years. So what does that tell you mm-hmm. right there, boy? He can play that man. Tells you that he can lock you the hell up. If we being completely 100, the scheme that the 49ers run does not require a shutdown corner like Patrick Sertain. I feel like that's more of like a zone up type of corner that you would need in that San Francisco 49ers defense. And I don't feel like that's a, that requires a third pick. That's that's a pretty high pick. Here's what I'm saying, DeVore. This is this is what I'm saying to you in terms of this this particular segment. You already have the prerequisites on your defense to make your defense pretty solid. They have the pass rush, they have the linebackers. They their issue last year wasn't talent on the defensive side of the ball. It was injuries, and they had issues in their secondary, primarily at the cornerback spot. The 49ers see this as, I'm telling you, and, and we're talking about, look who their general manager is. I'm talking about John Lynch. I don't see John Lynch drafting a quarterback. I'm just telling you that. I don't see that happening. The 49ers, if Patrick Sertain is there, they're taking, they're going to take Patrick Sertain. They're going to get him, especially with the Arizona Car- uh, Cardinals having the weapons that they have on the offensive side of the ball. You got the Rams having the weapons that they have, even though we don't have any prolific receivers. You got Seattle having the receivers that they have. Bro, this is a, no- this is a no-brainer for me, personally. You know, boy, that makes so much sense. It, it makes sense for them to take a corner and take Sertain specifically at that number three. It's not a big risk for the 49ers. They don't need a quarterback. They already have their quarterback. Is he the best? Is he the greatest? No, but he's good. He's perfect for them. They don't need a quarterback. They need defense. They need secondary. So, yeah, I agree with you. Oh, I think wait a minute. A Listen. Li- hold on. Listen to what you're saying here. You have okay. you have uh, Bosa, Nick Bosa, and you have Frank Clark. Possibly the top 10 pass rushers in the league. You running a cover three. What are you doing with a shutdown corner you're drafting at number three? I don't see it. I guess I, I guess I preached the silence into him. I don't know. They ain't talking. But I, I just I just do not see it. When you coming out and you're running a cover three and you go out and draft the best corner. In the in in this year's draft, and you trade up to get him, so you basically you gave up two first round picks just to get a corner where you could have got any corner. I feel like you could have got uh, Asante Samuel in the second round, and you could have been good there. So I feel like what, you could have pl- plugged him and played him in at, at, at and I think he would be perfect for the Niners. In the second what's round, what's the issue? What's the issue with uh, Garofalo? Like you, you don't like him? You don't think he is there issue with him, or you just think there's a better quarterback than him out there? I'm not even saying that they they need the Niners need to draft a quarterback. I'm just saying I find it utterly ridiculous 
if the Niners decide they want to draft Patrick Sertain at number three, like as far as like cornerback value and you just look at what the Niners like to do defensively is, is just straight up cover three zone. That's what they do. They don't, they barely run man to man coverage, which is, that's what Sertain does. So you're basically, you could basically get any corner that has any pretty decent coverage skills and plug them in that secondary because you have an excellent pass rush with Frank Clark and Bosa. That's an excellent pass rush right there. So you can't like, how long do you think you're going to have to cover? I feel like that's just not necessary for the Niners to go out and draft the best corner in the draft. I, I just don't see that. But they clearly wasn't working. What'd you say, Banks? I couldn't hear you. So they're gonna go draft the best quarterback in the draft. I, I didn't one. say. I didn't, hey, I, I just, I, I'm just saying. Okay, like, okay. Just, who are the Forty Nine ers taking this pick? If it's not, if it's not a quarterback, it's gonna be a receiver. So maybe they're going yeah, up in the draft yeah. to get Jamar Chase. I, I, I think you have a better chance. I think the not you have a better chance of thinking the Niners would take a receiver before they take a quarterback. I would thousand percent agree with you on that. But if it's not receiver, it's definitely a quarterback. <laughs> quarter no freaking way no freaking way no freaking way they be some freaking fools if they decide to trade up banks you gotta think about this for a second they gave up two first round picks for a corner (laughs) for a corner bro no (laughs) not just any corner we're talking about patrick certain here bro I'm, okay. Oh my goodness, goodness, goodness. I, I'm if we just be in a hundred, just think about this. In cover three, do you really think it requires a shutdown corner to run cover three? Yeah, because we got like cover three is just you gotta remember, cover three is just an extension of, of man coverage as well, bro. You're still one on one. Remember you know you're right, you are number one, not one on one, but you're not you're but not you're not one. you have like a ten yard head start. Not always, because maybe maybe they play a cover three press. You play cover three press. You're putting your hand on the chest plate, and you're you're sprinting backwards. You you just got one job. Don't let him pass you. That's it. So I'm sorry, I can't I cannot see man to man is a totally different ball game. But guess what? They got a new defensive coordinator and stuff now too. Because maybe his defensive coordinator philosophy ain't the same as the the, the coordinator before. Wasn't Robert Salah hired by another team as a head yeah, coach? Yeah, he's the heck. Yes, I, I agree. So maybe they you, not, they not changing that. They not changing it. They not changing it. Why would they not change it? They might change it for him. I, I, I guess we'll find out. But I'm, I'm gonna stand by this. They ain't drafting a quarter at number three. <laughs> I think so. I, I think so. Listen, all right. If they take a listen, if they take a corner at number three, you immediately. Because we're going to be recording that live during the draft party. You immediately have to say on air, thanks, you're the smartest man ever. You should be an NFL general manager. That's what I want you to say. Bro, I, I, like I said, you, you yes or no, bro. Get, I, I, I will do that if you're right, but I, I can, <laughs> I like, it's just crazy to me. It's crazy to me. You, you like, you can get Asante Samuel in the second round. And he fits exactly what you need them to do. Why would you? Undersized. He's not. He's not as big as a Yeah, he's not as far fetched, boy. 
He's not that. Rich. He's not as big as Sertain, but he he as far as a scheme fit, Asante Samuel's your guy. I don't. It might be a different scheme when this new season start. Like okay, let me let's take let's let's take this example. I'm gonna give you this example. Remember when uh, Darrell Rivas signed with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers? Right. Yeah. Okay, they ran Tampa two. Why you t- Tampa two does not require a shutdown corner like Revis? Yeah, but by that time, by that time Revis went to Tampa Bay, he wasn't he wasn't really a shutdown receiver. He was playing a lot of zones, so that's I don't think that's really a good comparison. Um, it is was- because you're telling Patrick <laughs> Peterson you're drafting Patrick Peterson to play zone on a team that could put pressure on you in less than three seconds. Hello? We hear you, man. <laughs> He's like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, bro. I, I, I'm just saying. I, I just can't. Make sure you clip that, man. That was funny as hell. <laughs> I think they both like, this nigga tripping. <laughs> there you go. He was like, hello? <laughs> You're right, DeVore. You're right. You're right. They're, they're not going to draft him beside this thing. I mean, uh, Patrick's saying. You're right. We, we, you're right, bro. No, don't worry. You're right. Hey, I'm, don't, I'm, I'm, don't, I'm not conceding. I'm not, I'm not conceding. No, don't play this right. significant other bull jive with me. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell are you talking just to, about, just, man? Just to say you're right, just to say you're right so he can shut up. <laughs> right, yeah. Yeah, next, next topic, man. <laughs> 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 Wait, we're, we're going to go to commercial. This podcast has been brought to you by Patrick Sertain's not agent. <laughs> I, I, that, that, that's just crazy. Just but, know he wouldn't hire you as an agent at all, bro. He would not hire your ass. Don't, he hey, hey, I, I'm going to tell him like it is. I'm like, look, bro, you, you ain't going to the top 10 right now. <laughs> Value of quarters. Unless, unless you Deion Sanders, you're not going in the top 10. Bruh, how you going to shoot that man lifelong dream down like that? What kind of agent are you? <laughs> like I'm telling him he ain't going to get drafted at all. He, he ain't going in the top 10. Oh, wow, bro. <laughs> hey, uh, hey, just being 100. But last topic of discussion. <clears throat> the... NFL has approved of jersey restrictions, which means the running back, receiver, fullback, and tight end can wear numbers 1 through 49 and 80 through 89, and defensive backs can wear 1 through 49, linebackers can wear 1 through 59, 90 through 99, offensive linemen can wear 50 through 79, defensive linemen can wear 50 through 79, and 90 through 99. How do you guys feel about that? I don't understand this. What's the point of this? I, I don't get it. Like, what's I, I don't see the logic behind this. Like, I, I need somebody to explain to me why this is even a topic of discussion. Like, it's just a number. Yeah, because some guys are in athletics, sports, football, especially, especially in football. Um, some numbers identify certain people, and some even some even you know, you know, think that's how they even are good because of numbers. Some people are just very ultra superstitious like that, bro. They're known by a number. Um, so, you know, I, I like it because it, it's actually giving the NFL 
some flair and fun to it. Uh, I mean, we got to remember, that's, they call the NFL the not fun league. So this is finally them opening up the horizons and being open to what's happening in the new modern world instead of this old-fashioned ass shit that they've been running in the last few years where everything was just very strict and you can't wear your socks like this, you can't wear your gloves like that, you can't have this on your eye tape, I agree you can't you. write I this certain that. thing, you can't have this tattoo showing. Bro, it, it, it's a start of something different in the NFL. You know, it, it gives the, the players some 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 choices, some choices and some options. It gives them some some you know some freedom uh, to decide what jersey number they want to wear. I mean, you know. So my thing is, all the kickers seem to have the good numbers. I mean, they have all the no numbers. I don't want to see a kicker with number two, and he's barely going to be on the field. Like the hell, put number ninety nine on the kicker. Bro, I care. Okay. I don't feel like I should have numbers like four. What the fuck? Like give that to the quarterback. Like (laughs) the hell kicking the four. I think I have a better understanding what 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 this means now. I I was confused. I thought there was restrictions when I saw that. I thought they were restricting numbers, but okay. So I I get it now. Yeah, that makes sense. Because um, you know, linebackers have been fifty fifties. So I would love to see a 75 linebacker tackling tackling um the quarterback. Is the quarterback numbers going to change as well or is it just it's still the same. Okay. All right. I don't like it if we if we being completely 100. Maybe no I'm, just, with I'm There's just saying no maybe I'm, maybe I'm just old fashioned but I just feel <laughs> like that's just too confusing. Like I think single numbers obviously should just go to the quarterbacks and you having single-digit numbers at the receiver position, that can confuse the hell out of me. Like, at least I know receivers are in the teens, receivers are in the 80s, tight ends are in the 80s, the 40s. I'm I'm good with that. But you give yeah, him – how would that be confusing? Like, what are you talking about, man? Like, how I mean, would that be confusing? It's, it's, what are you talking about? Confusing. It's, it's the, you need to be able to distinguish what's a quarterback and what's a wide receiver. And I feel like – Why? That, what you mean? Why? So you can you have a wide receiver running down with with sixty four, running down the field with sixty four. So I get you. No, bro. Okay, listen. You guys are co- completely out of whack here. There's no receiver in the league. There's no receiver on the league that is going to come out there with a jersey number sixty four. That, I'm not, not saying happening. that, but we talk about single digit numbers. Quarterbacks wear single digit numbers. Before they do it in college. They do it in college. college. You see why I don't watch that trash? So right, <laughs> you're no, you're saying that because you don't watch college sports. But if you watch college sports, then you completely this is normal to you. Like you see guys with low jersey numbers. You see the ones, the, like the sevens. The, you see it. I don't like it. You suck, bro. I'm just saying I don't like it. I understand jersey numbers have sentimental value to some players, but you have to respect the fact that I don't want to see a wide receiver wearing a single-digit number. It just causes confusion as far as... It doesn't cause confusion. That's what that's what they do in college, and they do that sometimes in the NFL. What, what do that's, you mean? That's, that's college. Let them have that. But we got we in the NFL right now, as far as, like, the different prototypical players that you have playing that used to play quarterback in college and all that other stuff, it's just hard to... You sound like Bill Parcells, man. That's terrible, bro. How is that terrible? I'm just saying, like, it just, as far as from a defensive perspective, it just caused too much confusion. How? I'm lost. I still know that you play corner. If I follow the sport, I know that you play corner. I know who you are. I know you. 
You know me. Okay. If Odell well, Beckham changes his jersey number from what he has now to number four, I still know that's Odell Beckham. He plays. He said, "I don't oh, know how you what you mean by it caused confusion. I, I don't get that either. What do you What do you mean by that? It it just it just causes confusion. Like you like you just give multiple positions certain same numbers. Like I don't like that. Like just distinguish them as to what they are. You give receivers teens and eighties. You give quarterbacks single digit and teens. That's just what it is. And I I agree with Banks. I feel like kickers and punters they they take all the good numbers. They need to have some." They they need to be picking leftover numbers that everybody else gets. From that somebody, else that, gets somebody in the comment, Rev D said uh, ninety nine on the kicker. I would be I'll be okay with that. You don't do that's, that, that much. They don't they, like they barely they barely go on the field. Like I'm cool I'm cool with a kicker getting ninety nine because they're barely on the field. But when it comes down to receivers getting single digit numbers, when it comes down to running backs getting single digit numbers, that's a little bit too much for me. Keep it the How way it is. is that too much? <laughs> That's too much. That is just too much. How? What do you mean? I just told you. Like they're like players. Positions are distinguished by their numbers. Numbers should not be shared by other positions. That's just how I feel. But who's this? Who? Listen, Bill Parcells Jr. <laughs> who, said, who said that was a, what are you talking if you don't open your mind and expand your mind you're never going to progress in life bro oh. let, these players, <laughs> let these players have the fun that they want to if they want to wear the jersey number who the hell cares i know that i'm looking at odell beckham when he catches the ball or for the hell Tua. I, I, I mean we know who these players are bro like come on man are you serious bro okay let, let, let me let me let me put it to you like this so let's say a player decide a team decides to sign a player off the practice squad. You he's a receiver. You get the receiver decides to pick. Let's take nine. Okay, he's number nine. Nobody knows who this mofo is, and he decides to go in motion. You throw the ball to this dude. You thinking, okay, whatever. His motherfucker bombs this bitch about eighty yards, and don't even know who he is. Come on now, bro. What do you mean he he lined up at the at the at, at receiver? How so, does the number? How does because the number? <laughs> how does the number matter? What, what position you play? The <laughs> number is distinguished. What position you play? Oh my god, bro! Dude, what are you are talking you about here? We mean, what am I talking about? The numbers decide this distinguish what position you play. Single digit what? numbers. Teens <laughs> this, 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 this describe quarterbacks. Teens what and eighties are receivers. Are you you know what they oh, are by the number that they're wearing. By you giving receivers and running backs single-digit numbers, you don't know what position that they play. So if you have like a no-name player that has a, a number that you have that you don't even know who the hell he is, how are you going to know? But what if he's lined up at receiver, you're going to think that he's a receiver. What, what are you talking about, bro? What are you talking about? G money, G money. When you're you could you could be a quarterback lined up at receiver, you don't know that because his number is a single-digit number. What the hell are oh you talking about? What do you mean what am I talking about? If you have a single digit number and you're lining up as a receiver right now, you know, okay, he's a quarterback, something's up. We gotta be we gotta be ready for this. Devore, wait, wait, wait. Just just, just wait. Wait a second. Do you know that in practice and preseason games, they do this shit, right? 
they wear jersey numbers that's don't that's not their jersey numbers, right? You do know that, right? That's preseason. So, but when it comes down to the final 53, nobody wears them single digit numbers. When you come down to the final, you know why? Because you have a hundred players on the roster and you're just giving out numbers. But that, that has nothing to do with what we're saying. What are you talking about? He bought up preseason. I didn't bring up preseason. We're talking about regular season right now. No, we're talking about the concept of lining up. Yes, we're talking about the concept of lining that, up. That's correct. Okay. Correct. I'm saying that's the receiver. He's playing receiver at that moment. Who gives the no. hell about his number? What are you talking no. about? No. Hey, the quarterback can line up okay. anywhere on the field if he likes, if he wants to. That's just how it works. They can line up anywhere on the field. So if you line up as a receiver, you can still be the quarterback. It doesn't matter where you line up. Either way it goes, no, somebody throwing not... the What's what? I'm just saying that's yeah. how it's distinguished. You can have you can have five quarterbacks on the field. You don't even know it because everybody's wearing single digit numbers. So okay, so wait, so so, so if Deshaun Watson comes out there, he wears number ninety seven. That's against the rules. You can't do that. Quarterbacks can't do that. I'm just saying hypotheticals here. If he would, if he decided to wear ninety seven, that makes him a defense alignment now. No, that's not what I'm saying. He's still a quarterback. I'm talking about. Players outside of the main players. That's what this, that's like, come on now. That players that don't have a market like that. You coming out and you wearing single digit numbers. You can't distinguish who they are. So what does the single digit have to do with their play? Like, Because single digit, well, excuse, excuse me, numbers determine the position that you play. That's all I'm saying. It organizes the game. Okay. All right. I still all right. know that you're. Never mind. We're never gonna. This this conversation. You're not going to win because I'm just saying it doesn't make any sense. No, you're not making any sense. What are you talking? About? <laughs> G money. It like like I said. It just organizes okay. the game. Like as far as distinguishing what position that you play. I don't know who this mofo is wearing number nine. Does he but play if receiver? He's lined Does up he have play certain, quarterback? But if he's lined up at a certain point, you should know the number should has nothing to do with it. He can have a blank jersey. If he's lined up at receiver. He's playing receiver at this game, this this possession. So what what does the number got to do with it? Like what, it say. has a it has a big difference. If you're playing, if you have a receiver lined up with number eighty, and you throw oh, it to the God. to the to the receiver with number eighty, okay, he's gonna catch the ball. But now you have a whole bunch of guys running out with single-digit numbers. You can't tell who's the quarterback and who's not. I'm just saying. It could be a trick play regardless. So I'm, it doesn't make any sense. It does not make any sense to me. Like, in these, you need to have some type of organization going on here. I don't like it. <laughs> no, we think it's funny. We think it's yes, funny. we do. We, 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 we yeah, think it's funny. Yeah. Or, or organization is funny. Organization is funny. <laughs> oh <laughs> shit lord, is, shit is hilarious, bro. Like, oh, we got to we got to clip this too. Clip this. We can clip it. I'm not again. I'm not the biggest college person football watcher, but Woo! I don't like single digit numbers on receivers and running backs and tight ends because tight ends now gonna have single digit numbers. I don't like that. <laughs> Woo! Um, Woo! Wow. <laughs> Woo. <laughs> so if you got a single digit number, we don't know what position you're playing. That's that's what we, we just don't know because everybody got. Yeah, obviously, okay. okay. Obviously, the stars they're they're <laughs> going to be well known, but as far as the no name players wearing single digit <laughs> numbers, 
<laughs> we don't know if they're quarterbacks, running backs, or receivers. The referee, the owner, the guy in the stands, we don't know nothing. They're not wearing numbers, but okay. <laughs> I'm just kidding, man. <laughs> just saying, if we if we if we be in a hundred, that that's what just causes dysfunction. I like organization. Running backs, 20s, 30s, 40s, receivers, teens, and 80s. That's what you get. Quarterbacks, single digits, teens. I get you. I get you. You're you're in the no-fun league still. You're right. I am in the no-fun league. I'm in the no-fun league. As far as taunting is concerned, you shouldn't be throwing flags for taunting. But anyway, any final thoughts before we end up closing this thing out? Uh yeah, I'm gonna go. Nah, say I'll go save it. I'll save it. Too. Yeah, go ahead. Wh- whoever wants to go, because I'm definitely gonna get in your ass in the final thought. <laughs> okay, I'll go first because I know you go. I know you're gonna go in. Um, I don't really have anything. I think Vore was on fire tonight. It you know doesn't mean he was right, but he was on fire. Um, <laughs> it was a good, it was a good show tonight. And thanks again. I appreciate you know being a part of this always. That's it. Go ahead. Go ahead, Banks. Go ahead. Go ahead. First things first. <laughs> Shout out to everybody in the chat tonight, man. We appreciate y'all coming by. As always, everybody on Facebook, everybody on YouTube. Uh, we appreciate you guys every week coming in and chilling with us, having a good time. I really want the comments uh, to, to go off on this segment, especially. We talked about some very interesting stuff. I really want to see the opinions of everybody was going on. DeVore could not be even more wrong tonight, bro. You're wrong <laughs> about two points. The 49ers aren't taking a quarterback. That's for damn sure. They're I didn't say they were. I never not, said they were. Not going quarterback. So stop pushing the 49ers to draft a quarterback. I never said that. I said, I said, I. It's a possibility they could take a quarterback, but I'm more towards leading towards the them taking a receiver over a quarterback. But I'm damn sure not gonna go and let the Niners take a corner. That's dead. They're not taking a corner in the, in the top three. That's dead. Second point. Who the hell cares what jersey number they wear? Let these <laughs> players have a right to express themselves oh and let them have fun and do it. That's just give it a go. If it turns out to be an utter failure, I'm sure the NFL would make a change to it and say, you know what? We experimented with it. It didn't work. It's not a success, whatever. In order for a change to happen, you first have to accept change. Always remember that. You can't be short-minded to ideas. You have to be open to everything, and the possibilities are always endless in this thing we call life. That's just something on the side note. But anyway, enjoyed it. Had a good time tonight, as always. Uh, appreciate you guys. You love one another. Take good care of each other. And how about my boy, George Floyd, getting his his justice? I'm very happy about that. I woke up a proud black man today. We finally got something to grow our way, so I couldn't be any happier. Again, it's not yeah, trying to make agreed. it racial or anything like that, but tonight, well, yesterday felt good. For the African American community, just not African American community, the minority community, um, we 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 can finally celebrate what we can feel like justice. It's still the sentencing, still is going to determine a lot, but you know it feels good to be able to 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 finally feel like you want something. Um, and much respect and much props to the family of George Floyd. No matter what happened in that situation, how they tried to tarnish their son's name, at the end of the day, we end up winning. So. I feel good about that. Black Lives Matter. Uh, I was going to go ahead and say as far in regards to the numbers, 
every time I play Madden in the league, there's always that one asshole that decides they want to change the receiver numbers or the running back numbers to single digits, and that shit is so fucking annoying. I just wanted to get that off my chest real quick. So when you're doing that in, in real life, that's going to annoy the hell out of me. It ain't going to stop me from watching the game, but it's going to annoy the hell out of me. But outside of that, for real, again, NFL draft party next week, no April 29th. Hopefully we will see you guys there. Uh, outside of that, man, appreciate everybody that came through. Comment section has been fairly active this evening. Uh, you can catch us this Saturday, 9 p.m. Eastern time. Be sure to hit that like button and subscribe button. Most definitely share. This is not for debate. We up out of here, man. Peace. Good night, y'all.